Welcome to Destiny Revival Ministries Sermon of the Week. Thank you for joining us. You can stay up to date through our social media or give from the link in the details. We hope this message blesses you. I'm super excited uh, and I love you and I've missed every single one of you. Just so that you know, look at me in the eyes. I just want to tell you I love you and I love you and I've missed all of you and I'm super excited to be back and um, I, I'm, I'm excited to be with my Cajun brothers and sisters. Amen. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Um, but, but I'm super excited about that 300. Uh, the, that, that, I didn't know what you were sharing. So that is super awesome. You know, in fact, that is a very big prophetic uh, picture of the church. Uh, you know, let me just say, say this. It's not, it's not necessarily always the greater the, vo- the greater the volumes of people that you have that means you're going to be doing more for the kingdom of God. Absolutely not. You know, and, and I think that ties in with that phrase that came out of my mouth. We're not building an audience. We're building an army. There's a big difference in building an audience and building an army. You know, that's why, you know, I laugh and, and, and I take great joy and there's no arrogance in, 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 in me, Lord, and, and I say that, Lord, help me. But, but I'm saying there's no arrogance. I take great joy in be, being able to know that I'm watching so many others on the treadmill of performance, trying to build audiences, trying to build this and do things in the arm of the flesh. And I'm sitting back there going, I have, I'm not seeking the approval of men. I'm not seeking the approval of this one or that one. I'm not found on the, you know, the hamster's spinning wheel, trying to get man's approval and say, hey, look at what we're doing over here. No, no, no. We, we've decided to take, come on, the, the, the road less traveled. What, you know, that was the big thing, Right from the, come on, I'm just ministering out of the overflow here this morning because I can go somewhere right now and it's there, but I'm just going to roll with it. Are you okay? We we just, we didn't decide to go with what everybody else was doing. We were sat down and y'all heard the story, but you will always hear it. It, My story is not going to change on how we got here. We were offered to go down the road of, of building with, with, with a a specific formula and, and uh, investing, you know, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars into the launching of a church and and then you know once you get that launch done 80% of those funds that you have initially gets spent just on Facebook marketing. So you market the snot out of it to let everybody know you're coming to town. You have maybe three, 400 people that show up on your first Sunday service. And then the next week, statistically, you drop 50%. And then the next week you drop a little bit more. And then the a week after that, you drop and you drop. And then all of a sudden on the fifth or the sixth week, you take like a 10% or 15% bump up. And then the week after that, whatever you have left over, that is what they tell you you, you can count on as your beginning stages for your church. And then you begin to operate on that. Now, I am not going to knock whatever they're doing. I'm just telling you, that's not the way God told us to do it. Because there's too much of that going on. There's too much of that going on. And, and this is not me being critical. I'm not here to be critical, but, but there's too much. You see, it's the arm of the flesh. It's the hand of man. Jesus said, uh, Jesus said, unless uh, the Word of God declares to us, unless the Lord builds a house, they labour in vain that build it. And I'm not looking to build a works program because whatever we do in the flesh as a ministry, we will have to maintain ourselves by the flesh. This is not an industry. This is not a franchise. This is the kingdom of God filled with God's people. 
And we don't look to people as numbers and people that get to put their, their butts in the seats every week on a Sunday and cough up your tithe and cough up your offering. God bless you, thank you for coming. And we never speak into anybody's lives and, and, and there's no accountability. People just do whatever. You see, that's building an audience. God is not looking for us to build audiences. He's wanting us to be a people and an army who will impart the life of Jesus into other yeah. people so that they can become carriers of the glory of yeah. God. Church is not us coming together so we can feel good about ourselves and do whatever we want in the rest of the week. There's something called eter eternity that God is wanting us to connect with. It's all about eternity. We have one, well, come on, we, 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 we're here today. We can be gone tomorrow. It's just one breath away and we're stepping on over into eternity. And what becomes, what should be becoming important to us is what matters to Him. Yeah. And so it doesn't take a whole lot of people to go in and take over a city. He did it with 12. Yeah. Exactly. He's the ultimate model. Come on, let's look at where, and then let's go to the day of Pentecost. Yeah. 120 in the upper room. 3,000 people in one day came into the kingdom. Gideon came in, come on, come on. Can, can, he came in with the arm of the flesh to begin with. He came in with this 30,000 men feeling good, you know, feeling pretty confident. Uh, and by the way, the adversaries that they defeated were approximately 120,000. So when he came in with 30,000 men, he could have still come in with a little bit of, well, I don't know if we're gonna do it, but still there was a little bit of confidence in him to go against whatever this army was that the Lord was going to give him the ability, the, the, uh, the Midianites. But then God says, no, there's too many. Cuts that number down two times until they're left with 300. But I can tell you the 300 men that were left over, the th and, and I'm speaking to us as a body of believers here because we know that those were our men, soldiers that went to battle. But I'm here talking about the plurality of the Spirit here, men and women of God together with one voice, 300 men that, that, that together here, that we are coming together with one voice with the eternal purposes of God. You're not just, come on, you're not just an average person coming into this atmosphere. You are here to see kingdom business take place. You are here to see the King of Kings and the God of the Word that you and I believe in, that we have faith in, that we wanna see His power demonstrated to us. And God is now already releasing the sound to this house to say, listen, it's time to possess the land. And I'm telling you right now, without trying to. Jesus is building His church and He's gathering an army. Well, what do you mean? We're just gonna gather an army. What, what, what does this move of the Spirit even look like? I don't know, but I can tell you I see it with the Spirit. What if, what if it's just an army of people that come in and are so in love with Jesus on a Sunday morning that there is such an eruption of glory from, from communicating to Him and Him communicating. There is a dialogue of heaven. What, what, come on, and I said this, let the only thing that builds this church be on the outside here that when people come through these doors, that the reason they show up is they were told, come and experience the presence of God. I don't care about anything else. 
else. Let everybody that walks through those doors be told, hey, you've got to come and see this place out. Why? Because God's presence is there. Because the God that we speak about, we're not just playing church, we're actually manifesting the very glory of God that is able to change lives. Now we're shifting from doing church to being the church. Mm, mm, somebody. It's okay. There's a price to pay when you go the road less traveled. When I came out of that meeting and we were given that great offer, all I can tell you is this is the only scriptural reference that I have to tell you exactly how it felt was when Saul was going to give his armour to David and David put it on and he couldn't even put it on. It was like they tried to put Saul's armour on me with all the good motivation in the world. You see, there was no ill motivation. It was like, hey, if you wanna build it, don't you know the times have changed? You can't build like they used to build before. You, you what? No. Has, are we, have we arrived in a time in 2022? Have we arrived as a church or, or people of the kingdom that the anointing cannot build any longer? Can the anointing not still build the church? Absolutely. All the more. Come on. I don't have enough time to burn out on, on the way men build. I can't do it, I'm sorry. I've got to rest. And that's why I say I take, I take great joy being postured in a place because I watch these guys trying to run around to get the approval of men, pastors, ministers. They want to build their ministries big just to get the approval, just to get the pat on the back from somebody that they want approval from. And it's not even, and they love God. There's no buts and ifs. I'm not saying that they don't love God. They love God, but they're doing things in the arm of the flesh. I don't want to step over into eternity and have everything that I put my hands to, have it be uh, wood, hay and stubble. I mean, everything just burnt up that I go through into the kingdom just smelling like smoke. But let the things that we put our hands to in the kingdom of God, that when the refiner's fire comes, it is pure gold, that it has value in the eyes of the Lord. Why? Because those are all things that God initiated in us and through us. We didn't try to do it out of our own strength. We let God do it through us. God is not having, God's kingdom is not a kingdom where we get to do stuff, uh, that we're doing stuff for Him. No, no, no. The kingdom of God is co-laboring with Him and He is co-laboring and He's working through us and we work together with Him. Are you with me? It's not about us doing whatever we wanna do so that on paper we look good. I don't care about what's on paper because if it, what's on paper in the eyes of earthly men does not matter. What only matters is what looks good in the eyes of our Abba Father.
And then when the Lord said, no, don't do it that way. And I felt that Saul's armour thing, you see, it came from people that had good motivation. They were, they, their hearts for us was, hey, we wanna help you to do something significant. But, but it was like, okay, that's fine. We, we, we're, not, we're not shooting down the people that were trying to do something with good motivation. It's about us hearing the, 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 the clarion call of heaven and why God is telling us to go this road. Why is He telling us to go this road? And, and then the Lord began to explain to me, don't put on Saul's armour. And then He took me right to the encounter with Melchizedek in, in, in the book of Genesis. And I'm bringing up Melchizedek for this reason is because when he encounters the king of Sodom right after the Melchizedek encounter, the king of Sodom says, hey, keep all of this stuff. And Abraham says, no, I will not touch a single drop of anything that, you can, that you're offering me. Lest you say that I am rich and I am rich because of your hand. God says, I, I wanna take you on the road less traveled so that when I raise up and build my church through you and an army of people are raised up, nobody's gonna be able to say it was by my hand. And what we did know, the only hand involved here is the supernatural hand of the Lord Jesus Christ. And He is the only one who will get the glory on all of this. And I'm not saying that for religious purposes. I'm just telling you that's a fact, Jack. So we sift through all the fluff, all the gospel that tells you, oh, look at me and how wonderful I am. No, no, no. Yes, you are wonderful, but you are wonderful because of Him. Look at me and my anointing and my this and my this and, and, and all of this kind of stuff. And, and no, 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 no. Without Him, you are nothing. With Him, you are everything. Yes, yes. So let your language change. It's not your anointing. It's not your ministry. It's not your this. It's all His ministry. It's His anointing. Yes. Everything's got to do with Him. And that's the way we preach. And that's the foundation. That is the foundation that yes. we are laid upon here. And it is centered on Jesus Christ. And yes, you know, religious spirits will get irritated and leave. But what is the argument? What, you're gonna argue against me because I'm preaching Christ in the middle, Christ in the beginning, Christ in the centre, Christ at the end? What are you arguing with? Are you arguing with the fact that we're preaching Jesus? You don't have a problem with me. You have a problem with Jesus. You have a problem because you wanna suck on the teat of religion. And that wasn't a, a vulgar word, by the way. What do you think? It's a cow's udder, but it's called a teat. T-E-E-T. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Don't mess with my girl over there. She comes from a cowboy church. But that's what it's called. We want to we be pacified. We're not going to get the job done if we're going to pacify. You see, and exactly what I explained this morning, God is bringing the shift. I see that so clearly. Not, and I don't want to say He's bringing the shift. The shift has already begun. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's already begun. We've already crossed the threshold. We have crossed the threshold. It's already done. We're Listen, let me just tell you right now. Get excited, y'all. We're not camping in, in yesterday's wine. We are now, we, have, we, are, we are moving with the cloud of what heaven is saying. And as we move with the cloud, guess what? As long as we move with that cloud, the glory of the Lord will be there to back it up. The life of God's Spirit. You see, we're not, we're not just talking about a yesterday God. We're talking about a now God. And when we preach about a now God, we, we are operating in the realm of faith because when you talk about the now God, God has to show up now and make His presence felt to those that are hearing about Him right now and they can receive from Him. And so what you're hearing now is not some theological discourse, but you are feeling the life of heaven flowing out of a ministry in the anointing. You can receive from it and it's doing something on the inside of you that stirs you up. I'm not appealing to your beautiful head here this morning. I'm appealing to the Spirit of God on the inside of you. We don't need an army full of theologically fat heads. Your theology hasn't raised the dead yet. It's not about your theology in your head. It's about what, what, what's gone down from your head to your heart. You, some of us need yeah. a head bypass. Yes. Come on, come on. That's right. Come on. We can, we can put a little stint in your head so that whenever anything goes from your head, it just misses your head and just goes into your heart. Boom, just <laughs> circumvented. We'll just make it, we'll create different, the different pathway for it. So what, what does this look like? I don't know. God's gonna, well, right now we're on our way to the 120 warriors. That's the vision. We're going for 120 warriors. We're calling the 120 warriors. Jesus is building His church. Remember the ones that come through here, the reason why they're coming through is because they, they, they get invited and say, come and experience the presence of God. Come and sense the atmosphere. Come and sit under uh, the wind of the revelation of heaven. And it's not because we're being arrogant. Come on, let me just tell you right now. You wanna know what the religious people of the day look like? If you think anybody was arrogant, if you look back in the day, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, the wouldn't sees and the couldn't sees. Jesus offended them to no end. When he opened up to the book of Luke and he, and he said, uh, he said today, he opened up to the place where it is written, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's when he came out of his closet. Not that he was in the closet, but so to speak, if you understand, he came out of his closet and he was basically saying, hey, I'm the Messiah. Ooh, you wanna stir up some feathers right now? Who do you think you are? They wanted to throw him off a cliff because to them he was blaspheming. 
So by the same token, we can't be afraid of what men's opinions are. So for you to come and I can come here and tell you, today the Kingdom of God is right here, right now. I am carrying the Kingdom of God. You should be able to say the same thing. Either God is with you or He's not with you. Don't sell a religious God to people. Sell a God that is powerful. You don't have to sell Him. Just be who God's called you to be. That you carry His life. Come on. Yeah. That's not arrogance. That's just being who God's called Come you to on. be. There's nothing arrogant about that. And if you want to call me out on that, so be it. That's fine. But I'm not going to hide the coat of many colours that my Father's Come given on. me. You know, we, we're, we're really good at the church at wearing the coat of many colours when we walk in on a Sunday and the moment we walk out of that building, we're afraid of what people are going to think about it. We take that coat off and we hide it in the closet because, you know, people are going to think I'm too radical wearing that coat from, uh, you know, Monday to... Listen, that coat was designed for you never to take it off. Come on. Come on. And religion has sold you the lie and has told you, you know, you know, just tone it down a little bit. And so you, you start taking one of the buttons, you put a more plain button on it. And then over time, you, now you just look like you're half dead and you're wearing some jacket that religion sold you. And you have a lot of this going on from your mouth, but there's no anointing in it anymore. Just nothing but yap, 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 yap. So what does it look like? I don't know the army, but I, but I will say this. What if, if it's just people gathering, 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 and there is an, a, a momentum and people are just coming in just to experience the move of God, that it just becomes an eruption. Just from a people coming together and yeah. being who God's yeah. called them to be. That's yeah. it. Exactly. Hallelujah. And I promise you, by the grace of God, and by the grace of God, Jesus, so help me. I don't want to be here ever and be in a place where we are peddling nonsense to you. God, help me. That is what the apostolic anointing is. It is making sure that we keep Jesus at the centre of everything that we do. That if there's some other sound coming, we can say, hey, whoa, 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 sit down, reel it in, reel it in, reel it in. You're either going to reel it in or you don't reel it in, but you ain't going to stay, Jack. And I'm not being mean. It's not. There is nothing mean. I know that I'm very bold in what I'm saying, but I promise you. Listen, guys, Jesus called somebody, a woman, a dog. That wasn't very loving, was it? He called people a brood of vipers. And guess what? By the way, it was never to the one, it was never to the lost. It was only to those who were religious. So excuse me if I get a little bit strong and bold sometimes because religion isn't found out there. Religion is in the four walls of the church. So we've got to talk about that. We're not here to 
get together, glory to God, God bless you, sister or brother, we love you, see you next. This is not what we're about. Amen. Amen. We're going to make sure that the tap of glory that flows down, that there's not people coming to close that tap on us. That's all I'm talking about here. Leave that tap alone. Yeah. Come on. Don't you touch that tap. Open right up again. Back away from that tap right now. Because religion is professional at closing the tap of the anointing from flowing in the lives of people because it always wants to make it about itself. And by the way, thank you. Somebody said the word control. Thank you, God bless you. Who, who said that? Thank you. It, 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 if, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you where you see control. You will only find control because control is a substitute for the anointing. So when you do not have the anointing and the presence of God, you will resort to control to get the job done. I can't sit here and worry and have all kinds of controlling thoughts. I can't, I can't, no, I can't. I've got to trust in the anointing to build the hearts and the lives of God's people. That's what control is just a substitute for, for what the anointing was designed to do. And I can tell you quite, and, and I'm okay because y'all heard the story and you'll hear it a hundred times. I'm not singing the same song, but it's, it's, it's what we're built on. And we'll always say the same thing. When I came to this town, I had a vision of coming here and a bunch of people were around me saying to, saying to me, who sent you? And I knew, this was before I even set my foot in Lafayette, that they were coming. About five, six, eight people were around me, asking me all, coming together, who sent you? Like, you, you don't have the right to be here. This is our territory. No, that's absolute nonsense, guys. What? It's, it's nobody's territory. It's his territory. Yeah. And then in that vision, the Lord said to me, tell them that I am sent you. Come on. And then out of my mouth flowed these words, but by what spirit do you come? I know by what spirit I came. I know who sent me, but by what spirit do you operate with? Religion just doesn't want to be interrupted. You let us do our thing in this corner. You let us do our thing over there. You come to your little corner, stay there, be a good boy, behave yourself and we'll all get along just fine. That's what they call unity. That's what unity is called. BS. That's actually Bo Shibley. That's all I was saying. <laughs> Bo Shibley is a friend of mine. <laughs> Bo Cephas? Yeah. Oh, that's the brother of Joe Cephas. No, no. He's a country 
Oh, Bocephus, what? Could have been, anyway. But anyway, so the point is, is that's nonsense. That's religion. That's what unity, that's what, the, that's what man's earthly unity looks like. That's the equivalent of Jesus walking in His day, right? That's the equivalent of Jesus walking in His day and, and him, you know, him sticking in His corner and agreeing with all the Sadducees. And the, no, 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 no. And religion will agree with what I'm saying right now. But the moment it actually happens right in their circles, then they become just like the Sadducees and the Sadducees. Come on, the anointing will expose where you are. And I say this with a, a wonderful, clear conscience here today. So, so we can't, that's not, we, we didn't come to pacify religious spirits. We came to bring the kingdom of God. Why? Because God knows and God sent us. Why? Because there is a people who are hungry for the anointing and that are just sick for the, of the status quo that actually want to manifest the kingdom in the area. Come on. That's why God sent us because He sees a people. He said, tell them that I am has sent you. So we are here gathering just, we're not here for the audience, we're here for the army. Yeah. And mark my words as we begin. As that, as, and, and that's how we know. That's how we know God's gonna have us do, there's gonna be the greatest, there's, there's, a, there's the unraveling as we get closer to the first 120. Somebody say 120. 120. Because as we're there, God's gonna unveil the next part of the blueprint to us. And just like Jesus, in this house, there's room for everybody. God, God has need of you. God has need of your anointing. God has need of your gifts. God has needs of, of your talents. Who did you come with? Who sent you? <laughs> I <am. laughs> the I am sent you. Good answer. But, but who are you here with? Okay. I see the hand of the Lord on your life, sir. The call of the fire of God is on you. God didn't call you to mediocrity. God didn't call you to settle in the boat of religion. God has got a fire that's on the inside of you. And I see your calling being multifaceted, but I see a strong fire of evangelism on you. I see like an evangelism anointing. I see the fire of God. And God said, I'm gonna give you supernatural favour, son, but I'm bringing you into a new season of the realms of my glory. I'm bringing what you have already because the Lord's imparted a lot, a lot here, a lot has come to your head. We were talking about the head. A lot's come to the head, but God says a lot of that head has come down to the heart and it's made its way down to where it should be. And so there is a freshness on the inside of you. And God says that I'm gonna begin to even shift you even from that understanding. God says there's a greater realm of the glory that is gonna begin to function in your life. But I have set you apart for such a time of this as this. And God says, I have need of you your voice, son, and I will raise you up. I will raise you up and I will give you a voice. So just know this, that my hand's upon you and I'm gonna do great and mighty works through you. Even in the supernatural realm, the supernatural, the supernatural shall flow through your ministry in Jesus' Name. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. I asked him who, who, who sent him, he said that I am. It was a good answer. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. I don't know, where, where, you, where do you live? Uh, church point right now. 
Church point? Le point d'église. Church point. Ah, do you speak? Je parle français. C'est bon? Si, si. Hallelujah. Good. All right. Well, I'm not going to labor this much longer, but I, I, I just want to, I feel, you know, I feel like I'm coming to you as evangelist Mark this morning. This is not Pastor Mark this morning. This is evangelist Mark, and I'm being really strong a little bit here today, but that's okay. We need to hear it a little yeah. bit. Amen? Amen. We need to hear it. We've got to stay connected. And by the way, some of you look at me and go, well, you've said this stuff before. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Guess what? Somebody else hasn't. It's not just about you. Amen. But no, it's good to rehear it again because actually it brings you back to, it, it anchors you. It's an anchor. It's the magnetic pull of heaven's intention speaking to your spirit today so that, guess what? We stay the course. Somebody say, stay the course. His kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom come through you now. His kingdom come through you today. And His kingdom come through you in the demonstration of His power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Monsieur Leblanc. Hallelujah. See. Thank you, Jesus. Sembrobokoshtakahai. Come on, influencer, mighty influencer. Now, I don't, I don't, you know, sometimes I pick on the new people because I don't know them. And then that way, when I minister to them, it's more of a blessing to them because I don't know where, they, where they're at, what they're doing, what they're not doing. Some of y'all, I know you. And I don't want to minister because I'm feeling something in my soul. But if the Holy Spirit tells me to minister and prophesy, I will. I'll never stop that. Amen. It's not like I'm just, I pick on the new people sometimes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. And I choose my words carefully. Because we're not about soliciting people either. If you know what I mean. But we do love you. <laughs> and we welcome what God has on your life. Amen. In my father's house, there are many, many mansions. And in those mansions, there's many rooms. And uh, there's lots of room. Amen. Lots of room for the call of God and the purposes of heaven to be made manifest. You know, there's a call. God is asking us to enlist. It's a clarion call. Amen. Amen. God is calling us to His divine purposes for this region. Yes. Amen. It's not about us playing games. Come on, souls are in the balance. People's lives are in the balance. And, and, and it takes one act of obedience. Yes, Lord, I hear your voice. Yes. I'll go ahead and do it. This isn't for people that are going to go and seek the approval of what do you think? What about this? and what? No, no, no. You, you, you. You know, just like, what is it, the, the man that came to Jesus and he said, look, let me go and uh, do this and do that first. He said, birds have nests, foxes have holes, but the Son of Man has no, no, no place to lay his head. In other words, come on, just like when Elijah and Elisha got together and, and Elisha wanted to follow Elijah, which he ended up doing, he told him to leave the bulls behind and come. 
There wasn't time to go and do this or that. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anybody got a stone to throw? (laughs) Thank you, I caught it. Thank you, Jesus. All right, well, glory to God. How many of you glad you came to church this morning? How many of you feel fired up? I'm so blessed to be back. I'm super excited. You know, like I said, I am functional right now. I'm very functional because of the anointing. But I woke up this morning and I didn't even show it to my wife. When I got out of bed this morning, I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm on another planet. You know, my body tried to wake up like on a different time zone and I just forced myself to sleep. Uh, anyway, praise God. So Thursday, just so we'll end off with this. Thursday, I left at 6 p.m., got a 10-hour flight, landed in Dubai at 5 o'clock in the morning. I had another 21-hour layover there. So fortunately, we had a hotel to stay in. Um, and then we, we flew out from Dubai to, to uh, Orlando um, on Saturday morning, in fact, three o'clock in the morning, their time, nine hour time difference from here to there. And um, three o'clock in the morning, 14 and a half hour flight to get to Orlando, then landed in Orlando. I had to wait for five hours to get on a plane to North Carolina, then had to wait another two and a half hours to get on my last leg from North Carolina all the way to Lafayette. So I got you at about 9 p.m. last night. So I'm like, kind of like, where am I at? You know, um, but I'll be okay. So just bear with me. Um, just gonna take the first couple of days to spend with my own family and rest and just love on them and, and whatever. But hallelujah, I'm glad to be back and we're gonna kick some devil butt together, amen? Come on, let's give Jesus a shout of praise in this place. Now, if there's anybody that does have any ministry needs this morning, we will have people here to lay hands and pray with you if you have any leads. Other than that, I usually say this, there is no amen at the end of the book of Acts because we're still in the book of Acts. And so I say this, go out with the joy of the Lord, go out with the blessing of the Lord, go out in the favour of God, go out with the Kingdom of God and His glory wherever you go, that opportunity comes your way. The Holy Spirit provides you with opportunity to minister to people. And that favour follows you wherever you go because guess what? You and the Father are one and He favours you that the anointing just just rests on you and go wherever you go in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, if you are here, uh, we don't have the streaming going, but we can go ahead. If you are writing uh, tithes and offerings, if you'd like to give today, they are uh, offering um, at the offering basket on my right, your left. There is envelopes in there. If you are writing out checks, make them out to DRM or Destiny Revival Ministries. Uh, Just make sure you, and by the way, if you are, Uh, doing that on a regular basis. We already have your records. So when you give again, just have your name only on the envelope. You don't have to write out. I'm just doing this because I love you. I'm letting you know right now. You don't have to go through the toil of writing down all your information. We'll just simply take your name and add you into our system. Just write your name and then just make sure your checks are written out to DRM. And then if you wanna give by way of online, go to www.destinyrevivalministries.com. You can click on the Give Today button and uh, you can give safely and securely. And then lastly, we have text option. 
So you can text uh, the word GIVE to 337-434-3777. That's uh, 337-434-3777. Text the word GIVE to that number. You can give safely and securely there. So that's it. God bless you. Jesus is Lord. Uh, Let's go in the joy of the Lord. Amen. Let's pump up the music. Y'all be blessed in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen.